I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about baby Jessica. So grab your Texan ingenuity. And let's get civical. Everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Walentowski. And today we're doing the thing we talked about doing last in last week's episode. And we're tackling. I really don't think I've heard of this. Really? I feel like I would remember 
it's okay. You know, just in like glancing at the notes, I'm like, hold the phone. I don't forget things in a well that happen in Texas. It's too it's it, it too is, aligned. Yeah, yeah. It is for Texas. me to have forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you hear about this? Like I, it just just in your life? I think just in my life. Um yeah, I think just in my life. I mean, also she's I think we're probably the exact same age. Like it happened in 87. Oh. And she was a year and a half, so I think we're probably, you know, the exact same age. Not that I, I mean, that doesn't mean that I remember it happening at the time because totally. of us being the exact same age, so I would not have recalled. But I think I just, I think I just had like, you know, it was just maybe something people mentioned or talked about or, you know, like. I just can't believe, like, in, in all of the work that I do. <laughs> And how I, you know, all, all the things that I indulge in, all of the things that I consume as a listener, a viewer, that this has just never crossed my desk. Yeah. My metaphorical desk. <laughs> I. But I'm so excited. It is surprising. I think probably like I heard maybe of it as a kid, you know, when we would go outside to play because it was still a thing that happened where you could just like go outside and run around the neighborhood rampant and right, whatever. Right. Um, you know, maybe people were like, you know, watch where you go. Like, don't, don't fall down a well. Like, don't fall. Don't be like baby Jessica. You know, like, so that maybe that was how I heard about it. Don't fall. <laughs> like, don't be baby Jessica. You know, you know that saying, don't fall down a well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's, that's the only, cause it's not <laughs> like somebody sat me down and was like, let me tell you about baby Jessica. But I feel like if you said to people my age, like, have you heard of Baby Jessica? Like, maybe this is totally. a good poll, like a good like Instagram poll thing. Like, do you what year were you born? And do you have you heard of Baby Jessica? Have you heard of Baby Jessica? Yes. I I mean I think I think why I'm so surprised is because it is Texas. Again, like I know it well, first of all, it is Texas, and I know about things and crazy stuff that's yeah. happened that has not necessarily formed my generation because all I do in my spare time is watch documentaries and listen to like that's the only thing that i can consume at any point like other types of media or genres i have to be in certain moods to be able to yeah intake but documentaries about like crazy stories crimes etc etc yeah i'm always hungry for yes always have an appetite for so that's why i'm just shocked but you know what today's the day that I, Lizzie Stewart, am going to learn about what happened to baby Jessica. You're going to learn about it. I'm going to learn about it, and you're going to teach me. I'm going to teach you. You're going to teach me. And to teach me, what sources are you using today? I am using history.com. I mean, talk about a source that spans time and space. ABC 13. It's the local uh, Texas channel. Hell yeah. And Mamma Mia. It's, uh, I think, like a, a mom news blog, maybe, which we wouldn't normally pull from. But this is basically like your post-nuptial. Yeah. All bets are off. <laughs> episode. So all bets are off. Um, it's an article by Gemma Bath, who had, uh, it was actually, they had some good um, 
good little uh, tidbits in there um, about like kind of post, like yeah, uh, like baby Jessica as an adult, no longer a baby, no longer a baby. Oh yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Not not to be confused with the hit musical, Mamma Mia. No relation. No relation. No relation. No relation. Yeah. So let's jump right in and talk about what happened to baby Jessica. So here are here are the facts of the case, the situation. I don't know if it's a case, but the the ordeal. This is what happened. On October 16th, 1987, viewers around the world were glued to their televisions when 18-month-old Jessica McClure was rescued after being trapped for 58 hours in an abandoned water well in Midland, Texas. Whew. That's crazy. It's crazy. She's a, a tiny baby. I She's mean, a tiny, baby. Tiny. She's not like an infant infant. Yeah. But like a year and a half. Yeah. It's not, it's not what you want. The drama unfolded on the morning of October 14th, 1987, when McClure fell through the eight-inch wide opening of an abandoned well while playing with other children in the backyard of her aunt's home daycare center. What in the devil is a well doing in a daycare center? Well, like in the backyard of her home. Like, it was old and abandoned. I think it was, like, just part of the property. Still. And they didn't have a cover on it. I mean. I mean, this is the late 80s. Anything goes. This is the late 80s. We were not thinking about proper. We were thinking about Wells. Baby Jessica made us think about Wells. This was also when we had car seats that were just basically, like, metal contraptions. And yeah. Like, or you just, like, buckled them in. We're like, good luck. Yeah. We were good not. Luck. Yeah. yeah, just um, maybe we'll see you on the when we get there. Um, that's it. Like, we weren't really thinking things through. Yeah. After dropping about 22 feet into the well, the little girl became stuck. Oh, my God. This is so stressful. Thank yeah. God I didn't know about this. I know. I know. Over the next two and a half days, crews of rescue workers, mining experts, and local volunteers labored around the clock to drill a shaft parallel to the one in which McClure was trapped. They then tunneled horizontally through dense rock to connect the two shafts. A microphone was lowered into the well to keep tabs on the toddler who could be heard crying, humming, and singing throughout the whole ordeal. I know. Oh my God. I know. This is, this is hard. I oh know. Oh my God. I know. So walk me through... Why can't we pull her out Cause from she's, above? She's, I think because of the way she's stuck and it's very small and narrow, there's like no way to get in anything down into her. So it's like, first of all, it's, it's eight inches. It's not, it's amazing that she even fell in there yeah. and got herself wedged because it's eight inches wide. Which is not a lot of it's inches. Not, it's not a lot of inches, which is probably why they didn't even really think to cover this thing. So she's yeah. not in a well that's like like a well, a barrel, yeah, like what right? the ring girl climbs out. No, of. no, no, because somebody, because then at least if it was bigger, then you could at least like send an adult to retreat. You know, like it's yeah. small. It's eight inches. Like basic, basically, like you know, not much more than what you like birth somebody out of. Like it's, it's oh like, my god. 
so small. So stressed out. It's so stressful. And then it and it's deep. It's twenty two feet deep. So she's like down in this. She's in the earth. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. She's really far down. Yeah. So, and it, so it's dark. There's no. There's no way to get things down to her. And it's so it's deep and super narrow. So you can't oh. like like what would you get? But you can't like widen the hole. Oh, I guess you're worried. I guess we're worried about like sending debris down. Yeah, like you couldn't tr- do anything. You would trap her. Like you would send debris down onto yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh super stressful. God. Oh my god, <laughs> super oh my stressful. God. Like this is the, you know what the feeling that I'm getting hmm. in learning about this is the hmm. feeling because obviously I know that she was rescued. We said that up top. Like, yes. and and I want to spoil it for everybody once again. She's rescued because what yeah. I'm feeling is what I experience when I watch the movie Apollo 13. Oh where my it's god! Like, yep. I I know what happens. I know yep. that everybody's fine. It yep. all works out. Yep. But like, I really, I'm only going to be able to hear this story one time, yep. just like with Apollo 13. Uh-huh. I'm not going to be able to return to baby Jessica after this. Okay. I'm already stressed out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So we're tunneling. We're tunneling. We're tunneling. We're tunneling. Yeah. We're mining. We're tunneling. Great. Yeah. Let's get in the ground. Yeah. So, so, so now we need to rescue her. So on the yeah. night of October 16th, a bandaged and dirt-covered but alert baby Jessica, as she became widely known and as we've been referring to her, was safely pulled out of the well by paramedics. By that time, scores of journalists had descended on Midland, a West Texas oil city, and the rescue was carried out on live television before a massive audience. I mean, obviously. Obviously. obviously there's, 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 like, like... Uh, uh, <laughs> I would. I what else been, would you I, watch on TV? There's exactly. five stations. What are you gonna do? Turn on Jeopardy when no, there's no, a baby no, no. stuck in a well? There's no, 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 no. Else Jeopardy. To watch. This is on the same channel as Jeopardy, and Jeopardy is stopped. For They've baby canceled Jessica. it. This is. They're it. like, this we are doing it. 24 hour coverage, baby Jessica. of one single thing. This is it, and it's this baby in Texas. Yes, and I just have to say, I'm sure anywhere else. They could have pulled this off, but I want to get a shout out to my home state. Shout out to Texas. For pulling this off. Uh This baby, not supposed to survive this. This is bananas. Bananas. My people down in Texas were like, we're not going to, we're not going to just got to save this baby. Not one, but two. We're going to do two tunnels. In fact, two separate tunnels, and we're going to get this baby out alert and alive. Yeah. Good luck anywhere else. Mm hmm. Mm. Shout Shout out to to Texas. Texas. After her rescue, McClure was hospitalized for more than a month and lost to toe to gangrene. I mean, best, best, worst case case scenario, scenario, I I know, like, what? Okay. I mean, she's 18 months. It's not like she's going to miss the toe. Right. She underwent 15 surgeries over the next few years. Oh. The gang, well, because also, like, I think just, you know. The position. The position. So she lost. Oh, my God. She lost the toe because her foot was hanging above her during the whole ordeal because of the way she fell. Oh. And she had to have her entire foot reconstructed. So the surgeries, I think, were partly due because of the foot needing to be reconstructed and totally. all that. So she was, like, losing circulation. And, and there's pictures of her coming out of – I think maybe not coming out of the well, but um, 
pictures like later coming out of the hospital and as she's growing up you can see she's got a small diagonal scar from her mm. hairline to the bridge of her nose from like you know falling and being in the well yeah 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 she and her family were flooded with gifts and cards from well-wishers and received a visit from Vice President George H.W. Bush and a phone call from President Ronald Reagan. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I pop off about Reagan all the time. You fly down for baby Jessica. When something is gripping the nation... And like he's Reagan's lucky that Papa Bush ended up becoming president. So this seems more significant that the vice president. Right. Right. You have to go. You go to baby Jessica. To the baby Uh that was stuck in a well for 55 hours. I mean, presidents are supposed to go hold babies. And you're telling me there's a famous baby pulled out of a well and you don't go hold it? Especially because like this is gripping the nation. This right. is literally what everybody is watching, everybody right. is talking about. Right. Obviously, there's immense relief. It doesn't, like, you don't have to go right away. I get it. You're the president. You got shit to do. I understand. But honey, you make the appointment to go see, to go pay your homage yep. to baby Jessica. Yep. You don't send Papa Bush to do to do this for you. This is not a vice president job. No. This is a president of the United States job. Yes. Yes. Just another reason why I'm not into Reagan. <laughs> Honestly, this is this is the straw. This, this is, is the straw. straw. Breaking Wasn't the, the trickle down I, economics? I've 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 sucked it up with that. Uh huh. I'm like I can't handle this. No. He could have gone to baby Jessica. Incredible. Yeah. So let's talk about baby Jessica's life post being trapped in a well like obviously she survived so she had a life she had and she continues to have a life and she's alive oh my god yeah that's amazing it's amazing baby jessica if you're listening to this which i I can't even imagine why you would be i mean i am i don't even know what to say this is wild i'm so glad you're here i'm sorry ronald reagan didn't come see you because i truly think he should have uh-huh. And I do hope that you're well. This is this is very crazy. It's an insane story. Eight inches. She fell down a hole that was eight inches. It's not big. Like, think about eight inches. How does that even happen? It's not big. Like, I'm big. literally holding up two fingers. I know. Trying to get eight inches in, like, like to put that into perspective. I don't even, like, my foot is bigger than eight inches. That's it's insane. not big. It's insane. It's not big. It's just honestly, it was like uh uh what is it called? A series of unfortunate events. Right. Like And how did they realize like where she was kids, down there? That she was like right, because she was playing hide and seek. Like, like did she go down in the well? I mean, you have to imagine either someone saw it happen, like one of the other kids right. saw it happen, or like they could hear her crying. Right. Cause I'm sure they were looking for her. And right. I mean or were they, like, did they come back without her? And one of the kids was like, "She down a well. She's, she's down. She's fell. She fell down a well. Oh my god! Here, she in the ground. A quick sidebar to anybody who has a well on their property, anywhere, a cave, uh, a divot in the ground, a hole. Cover it up. Cover that shit. Cover it up because let me tell you, your kid's gonna get in there. Mm-hmm. They're gonna find the well. Or some kid. 
or some kid. And God forbid it's someone else's kid who falls down. I know. What if it was somebody else's kid? I would throw myself into the river. Like, oh my God. Because then you're talking a lost kid and a lawsuit. Like, that's a twofer. Oh, man. No more wells. No more open wells. No more wells. Uh Uh-uh. No. So this is baby Jessica's later in life summary. So once out of the hospital, McClure went on to lead a normal life and spent most of her life largely out of the spotlight, which I totally get. Yeah. She graduated from high school in 2004 and married two years later and then also became a mother herself. Talk about a... I mean, things that I didn't know to be stressed about as somebody who hopefully will have kids in the next few years. Like, now I got to worry about fucking wells? Not in the city. Not in the... <sighs> no, not You would in be the surprised. City. No, it's like subway grades. It's you like... You know what you have to worry about in the city? Are those the flipping, like, door things to the yeah. underground delivery places? Oh, my like, God. That's what you have to worry about. The cellars, yeah. The cellars. Thank you. The yeah. underground delivery places. Oh, my God. This is so stressful. <laughs> but we all have to worry about that. Like, you and I don't have to worry about eight-inch wells. That is true. Back to Jessica. So she is said to have no firsthand memory of the event, which makes sense. She was 18 months old. How can mm-hmm. you? What do you? What are you going to remember? Right. It wasn't until she was five that she learned what happened to her. After watching an episode of Rescue 911, which is an amazing show. I sure. Have you seen it? Have you ever seen Rescue? I mean, I've heard of it. I I'm, I'm sure I've seen clips. It's been around for ages, but yeah. So she saw this episode of Rescue 911 and asked her stepmom who the little girl in the well was. Hold on. I know. I know. Hold on. It's like the girl on the milk carton or the girl in the face in the milk carton. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just like, how do you not tell your kid? Like, hey, yeah, you know, you had a little accident and you fell. Like, how does, how does a five-year-old get to turn on Rescue 911, watch an entire episode without anybody realizing that she's watching an entire episode about herself and being like, oh. Why don't we turn this off? Why don't we turn this off until you're a little bit older and we can actually right, like right, tell right. you what happened to you? What happened to you? Because you are see you were in this well. Do you see that little girl? That's you. See you're coming out of the well. But you're so fine. Okay, you're fine. As seen on Rescue Nine One One, you're rescued. <laughs> no need to panic. Your dad and that's no your need mom. to panic. What? Oh my god! Insane. Okay, this now this rocks. So in 2011, at age 25, she gained access to a trust fund reportedly worth at least $800,000 that was established following her rescue and made up of donations from people around the world. That rocks. I think yeah. it is only fair. It is only every, every infant slash toddler who gets lodged in a well for over two days and lives <laughs> should get a trust fund. That should be a law because that's already so much to deal it's with. It's a lot of trauma. Yeah. So baby Jessica is alive, thriving, has a trust fund. We love it. Sending healing vibes. Yeah. Let's talk about other members of her family. 
who honestly, my heart goes out to them. They're the ones who actually experience trauma. They experience trauma and other people, uh, not just members of her family, but other people who like were around and a part of the situation. The adults, if you will. The adults of the situation, yeah. Of the situation experience trauma. So the McClure parents divorced several years after her accident. Rescue workers in Midland feuded over a potential Hollywood deal in 1995. Oh my God, tell us about that. I know, right? That's crazy. It's crazy. And then a paramedic who played a key role. This is really sad. And it's like really sad to end this episode on like a huge bummer note. Mm. But I also feel like it's it's something that we don't like these these kinds of situations we're all like we always talk about when they end well, we always talk about we always talk about the heroes and then there's a big, you know, there's lots of excitement and then the situation ends and then everything kind of everybody celebrates for a few days and then it goes away and we everybody right. kind of forgets and then that's right. it. Um but so one of the other things that happened was that a paramedic who played a key role in saving baby Jessica died by suicide, most likely as a result of post-traumatic stress disorder from the situation. So after being hailed a hero, this guy's name was Robert. He enjoyed instant fame, but he found it really hard to return to normal life after the baby Jessica incident. Mm. And after his death, his brother told a spokesperson, quote, ever since the baby Jessica deal, his life fell apart. He told his mother four days before his death, after watching the rescue workers helping the victims of the bomb explosion in Oklahoma, quote, when those rescuers are through, they're going to need lots of help. I don't mean for a couple of days or weeks, but for years, Mm -hmm. close quote. Psychologists later suggested that he suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder brought on by the rescue of baby Jessica. I mean, it it completely makes sense. Like, this is... I'm uh, like I f- I feel like I'm having anxiety rise up through my body. Oh yeah, just simply learning about the facts that happened 25, 30 plus years ago that yeah. I have no involvement in that I know the ending to. Like truly, couldn't be more removed from this. I cannot imagine being first of all the parents. I mean. I would, oh my god! I would, truly, you would have you would literally have to sedate me. Yeah, but also the the people like the the people who are truly responsible. It's because it's not just it's not just that like an eighteen months old's life is hanging literally in the balance. It is also now that the entire nation, the entire nation, and probably the world, is watching you make decisions. And watching every move you make. And should you fail? Oh, my God. This baby's going to die. This baby's like, like, yes, you you have to deal with like the fact that this infant will die, but also that everybody's going to watch it. And then you have to not only be accountable to the family, which is already horrific to have to be like, I couldn't save your child. You also have to tell that to the entire world George H.W. Bush and Ronald Reagan via the phone. Yep. And oh that's too much. Too much. That's too, too much, much. For, for you know, this is Midland, Texas. It's not like there was a whole SWAT team out there. Like, uh huh. these guys are just doing their best, you know? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Heart goes out to the rescuers. All rescuers. It's, it's yeah. a 
we don't, I don't think we really acknowledge it enough in these big moments of like, there are actually people who are having to try to save people and often fail. Yeah. And then, and then they have to live with it. And that's really tough. It's hard. It's really tough. No. Woo. This was a doozy. So sorry. This was a quick little doozy. <laughs> I, re- I really started off in a different headspace than what I ended in. But I'm glad I'm glad we took this on because I think it's important for people to remember, number one, stay away from wells. Can't say it enough. Stay away from wells. If you have wells on your property, wells. close it off. For them. You don't need it. You Cover literally wells. don't need it. Just like put anything over it. Seal it up. Seal it up. If you are actively using a full-ass well, upgrade. I beg of you. I beg of you to upgrade and then seal that puppy up. Number one. Number two, pay respects to your first responders, especially the people who are truly getting their hands dirty, literally building tunnels to rescue people. And number three, and this is very niche, but if you're the president of the United States and, there's, <laughs> and there is a baby stuck in a well, take the flight to Texas. Take the flight hop to Texas. On, hop on Air Force One. Hold the baby. half a day in Texas. Say hello to the baby. And then you can go. A phone call will not suffice. Yep. And that's what I've taken away from this. But with that, that is our episode on Baby Jessica. As always, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.